0: Now man, let's go. Yeah. MC, stand up. Let's ride. Before I the sidewalk. I did it up like there we go. Y'all know what time it is. Panther politics podcast sidebars. We only talk to other MCs. You know, regardless of, you know, hip-hop is a very layered thing. So you find MCs in all different veins. We got Jazz hop, trip hop. My, one of my favorites is I love to hear the fusion of rock and rap together. I always loved that. Before, you know, ever since Walk This Way, and that was kind of the, probably the most pop-ass version of it, but I've always loved that, regardless. Love what Run DMC did for the culture. Love what the, the the combination of those two together brought to the table. The Beastie Boys, let's not forget them. Um, it was beautiful. You know what I'm saying? A beautiful thing. It's a day. I get an opportunity to talk to one of the truest manifestations of rock and rap colliding that I've ever seen. Ever seen. The yeah. unforgiving Building. That. how y'all looking? All living alright right. man.
1: Hell yeah, all right. You know what I'm saying?
0: No, a lot of people. Now I gotta ask. I gotta ask. Now Nevik, I already know. <laughs> we just was saying it before I hit record. Your name is your name Baptist right is your, is your given name
2: backwards
0: yeah I think that's dope that you thought to do that though because <laughs> I, okay coming up with a name is really difficult a, a name that's going to make sense it's really hard so that was that was genius that you was like let me just flip that
1: you know so at <laughs> some point I suggested that to him back in the day I was like you should flip your name backwards i was like because he he was dj dp back in the day and he and he wanted a different name and i was like look switch your name so
2: so basically nevic man like how i look at it is everybody's got a another side to them, that alter ego so basically with my name it's like it's the mere image of myself. Yeah, it doesn't so get any
1: simpler than that. You feel me?
2: When you look in the <laughs> mirror, for example, like if you take some words, it's all reversed. So, I'm the Nevik is the mere image of myself, that alter ego, the side that you know I don't let people see on a daily. That aggressiveness, that you know, all that pent up anger, all the, all that energy. That's that's Nevik, man. So. Oh man, that's true. now. How long have y'all been done for giving? Three and a half years. Yeah, three and a half years. Okay,
0: yeah, uh, random, you were solo when I first you. that. Was that's been quite that's been a while back now. It's probably
1: been about five or six years ago now. Yeah, man, I was uh, I've been solo, um shit, like pretty much my whole career, except two other times, man. I was in a group with my sister, and then I was in a group with a friend of mine, and then I was solo for the longest time, and, uh, but Kevin, man, he's always been um, on my side and, and around me since I've been back in Washington, so it's been about almost 12 years since I've been back here, but he always was putting me on, bro, so we was around each other, so, and then when it came down to it, Three and a half years ago, man, we was like, fuck it, we're going to make a group. That's what's
0: up, man. You said 12 years, you've
1: been back. Where did you go when you left? Um, So when I was a kid, man, around, um, I turned eight on the road, but shit, man, I was in Indiana, Kansas City, Tucson, Florida, Cali, and then back here. Damn,
0: bro, Warrior, that's what I'm
1: talking about. <laughs> yeah, man, I, that's all it was when I was a kid, was traveling, bro, like, Literally, I've been to like hella schools, all kinds of shit. But,
0: oh.
1: but yeah, man, when I, when before I came back here, I was in Florida. Florida, Florida,
0: Florida. I'm pretty sure
1: you guys got the fuck out of there at this point. Please. Um, I always tell motherfuckers, if they go on to Florida, you're probably going to be going there on vacation and you're not leaving until you're on probation or you don't leave at all. That part, that
0: part, man. Hey. This is, and it's funny that I just said Road Warriors because the last time uh, we just performed with you guys at Relentless, uh, shout out to Kane, Donnell, and everybody that was involved in making our brother's best happen uh, out here in the p and And I told somebody as we were leaving, I was like, Unforgiven are the Road Warriors are Rap. They're the Road Warriors a Rap, period. And I used to love, like, I don't watch wrestling anymore but I used to love wrestling when I was young. And the thing that I loved the most about the Road Warriors was their energy. They had the, They had the paint on the faces. They were they were scary. They would run to the ring, beat your ass, and pin you before the music stopped playing and leave.
2: You know what I'm yeah. saying? And
0: that's that's how I feel when I listen to you <laughs> Oh, that's funny.
2: Yo, that's that is crazy. funny. Cause we always say, man, we're loud, we're aggressive, we're in your face, and we don't fuck around. So I love it though. That's and that's and that's the beautiful thing. So
0: I guess the biggest question at, at this, uh, let's get going to get rolling in the right direction. The biggest question is like, who, who were some of y'all's influences when y'all started making music? Because go ahead, bro. We both have first. influences from both sides, of the, both sides of, the, of, the, of the fence. So like, who were who some of the influences, influences that got y'all going?
2: So my background is way different, completely 360 different. So like, When it comes to music, like, I grew up on 80s thrash metal. Thanks Mm. to my dad. Rest in peace to my dad. Um, (laughs) So, like, Slayer, Anthrax, Metallica, um, bands like Creator, Overkill, like, a lot of, like, just hard and heavy stuff. And then when I was 16, started my own hardcore bands when I was out in Bremerton. And then, uh, I mean, hip-hop side. There's like got influence from a guy named Necro and then ill Bill
0: Jedi Mind Tricks, the yeah. yeah, so yeah.
2: that i I more so like generated myself and got into that style of hip hop, thanks to my brother White Bay, which you know who he white is. white
0: I gotta get you back on here too, man. <laughs> Been a long time. Yeah, i back on here too, man. White Bear, like you know what's crazy? I'm glad you said that. It's amazing to me how many fans White Bear has. Like people, a lot of people that I would be talking to about hip hop be like, bro, yeah, I fuck with that. Yo, you know White Bear? I'm like, yeah, that's my man. <laughs> yeah.
2: Word is yeah. me and my brother, we we rode for a long time in a group called Deadly Poets. Deadly Poets. Day, I know that name very well. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. That's where it all started right there with the hip That was stuff. the
1: Washington group, bro. That group was like Auburn, Kent, Renton, fucking Seattle, Tacoma. That was like back when I first came here again. Because I hadn't been back in like, 20, like 19 years. The first hip hop that I heard of in the area, like with a group, I was like, damn, it's Deadly Poets. So I used to go to their shows before they even knew who I was. Like, and I used to see Kevin, man, being all theatrical on the front of the stage. He'd be, like, captivating motherfuckers. Everybody else would just be, like, rapping. But he was, like, ugh, like grabbing the crowd. I was like, <laughs> yo, that motherfucker right there is the leader. I knew it. I was like, yo. But my influence is Seven, man. Um, I've been kind of, like, derived from more hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? But I also listened to metal my whole life. But my major influences are like, um, like I ain't gonna lie, man. Like N.W.A. shit. Like uh, I was always into Cube my whole life, man. Snoop, fucking Eminem, and then you get into the underground scene part, man. I was always listening to like Tech Nine, and I was listening to Twisted mostly. Jamie Madrox, you know what I mean from Twisted, and it just goes on from there, man. I mean, I know people know that I listen to ICP and shit like that, but you know, I wanted to elevate from that, you know, because I just felt like, to me, ICP was funny. You know what I mean? And they they weren't really like elevated, like how Twisted is elevated. So I like I went into the Twisted side of things, and I was like, you know what? I want to I want my rap to be, you know, intelligent and shit. I don't want to be talking about rapping about fucking a beehive.
0: Yo. I feel that and that's the and that's the beauty <laughs> of it. like um when i listen to y'all it's, it's a lot of people who utilize the genre and try to just be as outlandish as possible and like you said it comes off really comical but i and i can't take them serious right. um the thing with y'all is you may you may take an idea to the extreme but you take it to the extreme in a way that people can still relate to it and understand exactly what you're saying without it having to be some something for them to laugh at. you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. Um, that- can name. A, what was his name? Um, huh. I, I hate that my memory is the way it is. That's a that's a whole lot of weed, and a whole
1: lot of years. But <laughs> yeah, you're probably thinking about one of the songs uh, called "Falsifier." Did y'all do that at Relentless?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay, I thought so. Because
1: <laughs> that song is super extreme when it comes to like, it's like I hate you, always protecting like, that song, like,
2: that, yeah, that, like yelling that song man like and if you look at the video too like i'll break it down so that song is about liars and how we're against liars and if you look at that which everybody is you know what i mean if you if you go and watch the video there's subliminal messages throughout that whole entire video whether it's like you know picking up somebody that claims to you know take our music you know to where he's saying, oh, I made it to where if you look yeah, at the mask, every, yeah, every mask in the video has another name for the word liar on the forehead. Yeah, there's, there's a bunch of stuff, <sighs> man. Yo,
0: y'all got, and the, the wildest of all is if somebody comes to see y'all phone and watch y'all phone, they don't know what's coming. Like, the, as soon as the music drops, it's almost like you move to a whole different world. I'm no longer standing yep. right city so Washington yeah. that yep. I'm standing in. Now I'm transferred to a whole different place, to a whole different realm, and now it's dark. No matter Imagine, what the it is, it's dark now. You know what I'm saying?
1: It, I know I'm that you've only back. seen us once, but usually our stage yeah, show is completely it's... black, and red lights come on, and the whole shit gets fucking crazy and dark, and people aren't ready. They're like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? And, like, you just see the whole crowd staring at us like, what? <laughs> and when we start interacting with them, then they'll like. I'll be like, I want to see a fucking marsh pit, and then people just go crazy, bro. Like every time. Yeah,
2: like, I
0: mean so, that is super cool. So, I mean, what was the uh, so putting the, putting the project together? How heavily, and I I, I can imagine that there's a there has to be a fine line of, of how to balance the rock side and the rap side. Um, how do you how do you balance that best? You know, one
1: thing I'm going to tell you, it's supernatural to us for some reason. That's one thing that we don't understand about this whole thing is that we really are like in it and it's captivating. And the thing is, is that we don't understand how we can do so, this way, the way that we do it, because our songs, they sound like they're supposed to be. You know what so I mean? There's
2: a, there's a song. It was our very, very, very first song. It's called Vexation. And the, the beat had the rock element to it. And I was like, all right, well, let's see if I can add my screams. Let's see if my screams will actually work with this. And so I laid down some yep. screams. And then next thing you know, boom, it worked. And then Random added his singing. And then he added his raps. I added my raps. And it just, like, pieced together, like, perfectly. Because
1: originally, we thought we were just going to be straight hip-hop, Seven, for real.
2: All right, we, we were kind of like on the, we started off, you know, like doing like a suicide boys type thing, you know, and then we progressively just,
1: and it was cool. You feel me? It was cool at that time. And then we're like, wait a minute, let's see what else we can do. And then sure enough, you know, we were uh, putting it into that, that realm where Kevin was screaming and I was doing the, there is Johnny type shit and then it just went from there bro like every time like we could tell you like this on a spectrum like it, it will go like right here and then it goes right here the next song next song next song next song just keep stacking bro it's like and a domino effect you know, and then right now we got this new song coming out soon <laughs> and it's like it's with uh, one of our one of our favorite groups art, the main artist of the group and that song bro like when you everybody hears it it's not what they're used to hearing us on, but it is at the same time but it's just fucking mind-blowing bro how it sounds because
2: like lately it's, like it's crazy to break it down into what he's saying like what we're doing now in all our songs that we're putting out now we're giving you a little bit of everything all the elements of what we're capable of doing <laughs> Hey, okay, tell me
0: this, and I've, I've always been curious about this, especially when I hear groups that step outside of the formal bounds of, of creating hip-hop music. What's the process like? Is it like, because um, normally I'll, somebody will send me a beat, and they'll send me a pack of beats, and I'll just listen to all the beats, and then, you know, I'll put them on repeat, and whichever one catches my attention, and if I start babbling words to it, like immediately when it comes on, I know I want to write to it, and I say, okay, boom, down. And I'll put that on repeat for a little while. Kind of catch the moves start writing. And once I got the melody, I got the flow, or however I'm going to do it, I turn the beat off and finish writing the song because I can't listen to it anymore. Else, I won't, I won't be friends. So, how does the process go with y'all? Who discovers the beats? the it kind of a combined thing, or is it just kind of maybe somebody
2: might bring something to the table and y'all kind of build on of So, I find all of our beats,
1: and I mean, I, I automatically like. I'll, I'll mend to anything that he finds. He knows He knows my style. He knows because he's been working with me for this 10 years. Like, uh, so you know what I mean?
2: Right so now. So he'll know. Right now we're messing with this producer from Portugal, uh, Good John Productions. And, like, all our new stuff is from that guy, like, super, like.
0: It's us. You super, know what I mean?
2: It, like, his beats, like, are made basically i'm like yo
1: is this beat for us bro like we're looking at shit online and we're like on his productions you know i'm like yo did he is he like taking shit Mm -hmm. to the next level and making this for us wanting us to buy it like i don't understand because i feel like he's always like doing the next best beat and it's like yo that's our shit already you know and i um that's the thing like kevin knows our style i know our style and the thing is is that when it came down to it, if we weren't the group, we would still be fucking with beats to, like what we're fucking with. So, but it's good go, that we're in that lane, you know?
2: To go into, basically, and more in more in-depth into your question, we listen to the beats while we write, and that actually helps utilize us to memorize it at the same time as we're writing, because then we just go over and over and yep. over and over, and then
1: very repetitive process
2: it it doesn't take that long to memorize something
1: like the quickest we've ever done that is we got the beat did the song recorded the song we knew it in less than four days and it was it was huge dude it's a huge song and then uh, the writing process too like I'll show him like we're constantly like on that tip where we're like sending it back and forth and be like yo I got this for this and I got this for this and then you know that process, man. It just comes down to it when we're in the recording stage; it comes together. And like you know, if you were if if you're somebody that loves hip hop and and metal and and like melodic shit, you might shed a tear, my friend. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You'll be like, "Oh my god, it's so beautiful!" Like, but because
2: I mean, when we're, uh...
1: when we're sitting <laughs> in this way, I would
0: love I would love to see the process just just because it's so. It sounds so different from what from what me and take over do. I love to see different things be created and see the things they go into because y'all might hear something and automatically hear like yo, this will be da, 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 da. Yeah. but then I hear it and I'm like, eh. But then when I hear you on it, it's like, damn, I heard that beat. I didn't want that beat, but now I hear them on it and it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Like there's there's gonna be there times when has there ever been a situation where you passed over a beat and was like, eh, but then you uh, heard something uh, was like, eh, what the fuck? Yeah, back in the day, man, like, you know, you always meet
1: somebody, like, you meet a couple people that, like, two ways, man, like, you'll go to somebody's house, and then they'll be like, yeah, man, let's do a track, and they're going through the beats, you know what I'm saying, it's the first time y'all met, and all of a sudden, they come across a beat that you had that you didn't even put a track to, you're like, wait, you got that beat, too, and then, like, that's the first time, and then the second time, you See somebody is like you'll be at like a regular hip hop show or something like some local shit, and one of them cats you never seen before come out with a beat that you have a song on, and they're doing it live, and you're like, oh shit, I got that, I got a beat on, uh, you know, I got this song too, I got a song on this beat. So, but we've I've seen that before, but now since we're fucking with Good John, you know, it's like it's all exclusive, man. Like nobody has. No beats that we have, when, you know. When
2: when I find beats, man, I dig deep and make sure it's something I know nobody's going to get. Oh, yeah. Oh, so. yeah. Now, I have a friend. I mean, yeah. See, I'm, I'm going to uh, get y'all take on this. I
0: have a friend who continuously puts out projects. Uh, He takes a lot of his, uh, he gets a lot of beats from YouTube. Um. And I tried to explain to him, yo, bro, you're going to get a beat from YouTube and do a song. You're going to go somewhere that you've never been before to do a show. And somebody's going to never- get on the stage and be rapping to your beat. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, what it happens a phenomenon right now. But how do y'all feel about that whole YouTube it's
1: exactly It's exactly what you said, man. Like, eventually. So, I mean, I'm not going to down or hate on people getting beats off YouTube. But the fact is, is exactly what you said. Somebody else out there is doing the same thing. And I mean, unless you go back like, like 15 fucking years, you search beats from 15 years ago, and you possibly find a beat that somebody forgot about, somebody, you know, it barely has any views, and you take that shit, there might be a chance that nobody has that shit. You know, but it's it's it's, it's but, very rare to come across see, that situation.
2: Also, at the same time, too, like we don't just use that producer, my brother, his producer. Who the fuck is Billy? We use him too. So,
0: <laughs> who the fuck is Billy? That's his name.
2: That's that's his producer. Now yeah, and it, his
1: tag is, is it, like, "Who the fuck made this shit?" Like yeah, uh, I mean
2: his, his name's I Billy. His name's Billy, but that's that's what is uh, it's uh, WTF IB. Yo, that's, what that's the that fuck
1: made this shit. shit.
2: But uh, Yo, he, he's crazy. also he's also the guy that does all our engineering too. Super good, man.
0: Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. You know, his beats
1: are slapping, bro. Like, like literally, I, every beat that I ever heard from him is fire. Like a lot of white bear beats are definitely that. the uh, who the fuck
0: made this? Yeah. Oh, see, that's what I'm saying. T- and and I, I'm wondering about that because sometimes I hear, because um, the beats that y'all, the beats that y'all record to are so perfectly tailored to what Unforgiven does. Yeah. That I, mm-hmm. I, I thought that for a while that y'all were producing it yourselves because I was like, "There's no way you found somebody." Who gets yeah, we're so very selective seated.
1: though. So we're very selective so, on what we're choosing. You know.
0: I feel that, I feel that. Now, y'all do a lot of performance, so I got to ask this. This is one of my favorite questions, because I get some crazy answers every time. Give me your favorite show and your least favorite show, and and why?
1: Okay, so the, for me, there's going to be two of them, Okay, because, because there's a lot that we've already done. We got a lot of shows under our belt as The Unforgiven, so, but one of my favorite shows was Twisted, for sure. Cause we opened up for twisted and we got at a, October a nice 5th. Shift. Yep, we got an encore. They were like Encore Encore Encore. And they let us do it. And uh that I'm
2: gonna, was one of them. And then I mean
1: there's so going many.
2: Back. I'm gonna rewind yeah. that back. We didn't get to do it. So oh, that's know. right.
1: I forgot. Yeah, no, but we got somebody saying encore at this no. last show, too, at the head PE yeah. show. Yeah, so, but um, that show and my other favorite one is the first time we did a Portland show where they the way they had it set up because it was during COVID, they had um, a speaker on one entrance and a speaker on the other entrance pointed out, and when that when that was going on you could hear the music on both sides like that and they had us in the middle behind glass okay. and we were like beating on the glass and spitting on the glass it was all red and black and shit dude we have clips of it seven i'll send it to you yeah, that was, but uh, we were like getting crazy bro that dude, was, was crazy
2: very, that, was our, that was our very first show too it was important and that oh, show cool. bro
1: was like we were stuck in a cage seven like literally we were in a glass cage like you know we were like animals at the fucking zoo and that's what i felt in my head like the whole thing man it was crazy bro because people were on the outside you know with cameras and they're and you seen from the outside and the inside on people's videos like it was crazy bro it was cool as hell
0: oh, that's i wish we
1: could do something like that again you know
0: Yo, I want to. I want to. I, I, yo, I would love this. I wish I could have been there for that. That's crazy. Oh
2: man.
1: So, yeah, we gotta find the video to send my, you.
2: Uh, I got two favorite shows. I mean, there's so many shows that actually, you know, I deem my favorite. But the one that we just did recently with Head PE that was sick. And then yep. the twisted show for sure, and then. The one that I really didn't like, but we still gave it a hundred percent. Like, you know, there was a bunch of people there. It was a Monday night show. It was at the fun house. There was like three people. It was a very poorly promoted show.
1: Oh yeah, but we went super hard and they let and, us do yeah, our damn we, thing. We, like we, went, we sounded
2: so good. It was so hard, but it was just it was dead and empty.
0: He said it was, it was three people. I mean, you know, <laughs> well, people. you know,
1: sometimes, man, that's golden. You know what I mean? Sometimes that's golden, man, because because me and him look at the situation like because we already know how because we, we're super seasoned on shows, man. Like you know, it's like when it comes down to it, when when it if you have only three people, bro, we give the same amount of en- energy, if not more. You know, it's like, but that to us becomes a practice. And we we get when we're practicing, you could tell, bro. We're having fun.
2: But at the end you of the know, day, man, from any show that we do, we jot notes. Then we take notes. You know, we learn. We learn from. If we fuck up, we take notes from that. If it's not a good promoted show, we take notes. You know, lesson learned, lesson live. We just keep doing what we do, man.
1: And the shows that I hate though are are people that don't know how to run sound. Like if if the sound is oh. fucked up, you'll see I'm pissed and I'm stopping and I'm making shit happen. There, yeah, there I'm was. I'm like, the, you know what? I was like, no, turn my mic up.
2: You know, he he does bring a good point because that actually happened to us. Uh, it was like a couple months ago. Uh, I don't want to name the venue, but
1: uh, it was, <laughs> it, it was, is it the downtown yeah, one? It,
2: right? Yeah. Uh, it was um, the feedback. Of the mics, to the way that the music was played, to the way that it was promoted. It was yeah, it was a, <laughs> Yeah,
0: that's I, that's I hate it. to see uh like I, I'll say and I'll say this, I'll I'll say this and I don't mind saying it because I know that uh I know for a fact that legendary listens to this to the to the pod. Um and that's cool. I would I will say the show that we did that we were on the bill together at Chao Sui, I felt like um I felt like that's an example of a show that wasn't promoted as well as the show. Yeah. Listen,
1: Um, I ain't going to lie, though. You're set straight off the bat. I was fucking captivated, Seven. I was like, (laughs) what the fuck, dude? He's so dope now. I'm like, yo, yo, Seven is the shit. And I was like, yo, you were the best beside uh Fatal. Like, literally, your shit, regardless. I was like, you know what? Seven got this, dude. I was like, nah, if anybody should win, it would be Seven on that crowd vote.
0: Yo, the funny thing is, the funny thing is, I was, uh, the oh, fatal is the only person I knew initially when they asked me to do the show. Uh, yeah. they was like, Yeah, so and so is going to do it. So and so is going to do it. Fatal is going to be there. I said, Fatal. I right, count me in. And yeah, I never, yeah. I never even took stock of who else was on the bill. And so when we yeah. showed up and I saw it and I saw another guy outside, I was like, Y'all rocking tonight? Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, Yeah. And I was like, Whoa, okay. That's what's up. And, um, but yeah, I feel yeah. like, I feel like, you know, with Chop Suey having the reputation that it has and, and the the um, it was one of the places when I first came here that people was like, Yo, you got to rock Chop Suey. And I'm like, OK, cool, cool, cool. And it's always been on the list. So for me to finally get a bucket list item checked off and for it not quite to meet my expectation was kind of heartbreaking. But I was glad that y'all were there. I was glad I got a chance to chop it up with y'all. I was really glad I finally got a chance to actually take in your set at fucking Relentless because, bro, I've seen Random Rock before um i've seen random rock several times before because we've been on a lot of bills um especially shout out to my when man george yeah when he was solo. Oh, yeah up. shout out to george yep. Cush. Kush, yeah. <laughs> yeah George no, W. mike
1: shannon yeah man mike oh. shannon and george kush man they used to put yep. us on hella shows
0: Hell and yeah, uh man. we were
1: rocking in uh tacoma and fucking spanaway all over man
0: yeah. man, I, I, we did a couple shows. I did uh, Roy Y. That was pretty cool. It was actually, yeah. um, strangely, man, I never expected it, but those crowds were always really dope. Like, it was always a nice number of people there. They were always really engaged. Yeah. Has, there ever been exactly. a, um, has there been a point where y'all performed, and I doubt that y'all have ever had this problem because of the attention that you attract just by doing what you do. But um, one of the big turnoffs for me is when the crowds just isn't engaged with what you're doing. Like, you could be giving it your everything and know that you're killing it, but they're just... Either you're opening for somebody, they 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 they're just waiting to see that person. They don't give a fuck, or whatever the case may be. I but, know
1: of one that I, we did
0: do. I,
2: I, are you talking about that was like, are you like talking that. Like people that stand still or like on the phone or just talking. Yeah, because they're
1: not engaged for for a certain reason. Because they are. We're all at the show for a certain artist. The, listen, this show that we did one time, it was after or it was in between the time October fifth to like January February. Um, last year, the Gremlin show, Kevin at Funhouse. That one right there that we hear was a bunch of motherfuckers and we're just like doing it and I just feel like the spectacle is on point and everybody's just like crickets. Like, I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Nobody's moving. And it was a bunch of kids and a bunch of young motherfuckers that are on that fucking mumble rap shit. Like, that's what they're doing. I was just like, dude, this isn't our type of scene. But, you know, we still gave it our all. And then once people seen us seven, they were at our booth. No lie, dude. They always are. You know what I mean?
0: That's so the beauty like, of it. oh, yeah, man. I'll get
1: a CD. I'll get a shirt. Whatever.
0: Have you noticed that when you're on a build that you don't necessarily fit, fit on, that after you do your thing, since people weren't expecting to see what you did, they're yeah, more we drawn we, to it?
2: When we played with Rehab. Yeah, that's mm. the one too. Yeah, when we played with Rehab. We got, you know, these reactions. It was like mixed reaction. Like They didn't know how to take us in. And they're like, wow, you guys are actually pretty fucking dope. <laughs> like, exactly. But That's
0: the dosage.
2: My, my thing right now, what I'm enjoying the most about what we're able to do is dip our hands into two different genres. Because yes. we, yeah. we have played... A couple metal shows. We actually have a metal show coming up in November. We can dip our hands into the hip hop scene. Yeah. And we have we have songs for you know meant for different shows. So like if we're gonna do a hip hop show, we're gonna give you more of our hip hop based stuff. We're gonna do the rocks shows, we're gonna give you more of our metal based, our fucking hard fucking punch in the face shit. So
0: Duh. Man, when you say hard punching the face, shit, you and I line. I swear to you, like the uh, it wasn't a whole lot of people, uh, Everlanders. But sometimes it's better for me to, to see it that way, so I can gauge people's reception to what you're doing. Yeah, y'all had people turned all the way up. They was turned all the way up, and I mean, it was it was dope because. Uh, we got an opportunity. Like it was, I, I, I'm gonna say this, and I hope that nobody hears this. That was ever relentless and take it the wrong way. But there yeah, were, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. Like there, there were some less than stellar individuals on prior to to all of us going on. Um, I feel like when we went on, when Takeover went on, we kind of changed the tide a little bit and kind of turned it back to where it was supposed it was
1: to be. Captivating, yep, right. It was captivating. Yeah. I was like, yo, Takeover. I was like, yo, I hear that. I was. I there you know by like the parking lot I was like, yo I heard takeover I was like, oh shit yo they're definitely getting it and I was like, yeah you could tell immediately it changed the whole vibe the whole atmosphere was different as soon as you guys got on and
0: that's 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 what it takes man I, and like I said I think that a lot of times when you go somewhere where you don't necessarily fit um and you stand out doing what you do. It gives people an opportunity to kind of gravitate to something they didn't even know they liked. So, and I can imagine y'all probably get that a lot, especially if you go do a hip hop show and give them the the metal edge to it, and they be like, "Oh shit! Like I didn't even know somebody could do it like this." You know what I mean? So that shit is fire, bro. I ain't even gonna lie to you. I, like, hey, I, now I'm gonna ask y'all this. I'm I'm going to put it in the air now. Um, when we get ready to wrap the interview, what I usually do is have uh, have the MC spit a verse at the end of the show. Now I'll totally leave it up to y'all if you want to do it. If you don't, I completely understand. I will not hold it against you. Um, but just, I'm saying it now to give you a few minutes to think on it. But yeah, <laughs> I'll do it. Shit. So, is there anybody? Um, we'll, we'll make it. We'll make it regional right now. As far as the Northwest goes, is there anybody that you haven't worked with that you want to? Hmm. <laughs> So,
1: like, you know i mean if i could man there's there's five major people that i've always had on my list that i don't have a track with and one of them kevin knows is twisted insane for sure we want to get on track with him um personally i want to get on a track with jamie madrox or even twisted uh if let's say and my, my third one right now is that I'm trying to get on with uh, low-key from Seven Seal, which is uh, Mission Infect Days. Because, like, I, I like to fuck with, like, real SMCs that have been in the game, like, that are underground, that are really, like, above the crowd. So, those are, like, my main three for, like, hip-hop-wise, you know?
2: To get you tracks with. So, what I think would be cool... I mean, if you're talking collab wise instead of show wise, your collective Takeover music. Ron's family. So let's let, you know, let, let's let's try to let's try to do something, see if we can make, you know, both styles match, you know.
0: I, uh, I don't have any already, questions about it.
2: You know what, dude? I already feel
1: like our whole vibe, even with Gabriel and shit. Gabriel's the homie. So I'm like, yo, check it out. We already match your guys's like entourage and style. Like we wear black, y'all wear black. It's like, it's just there already. So I, I even when I was there at Relentless with y'all, I felt like me and Kevin were already a part of y'all's. Like, so we're already part of uh, it. Like I felt that, you know.
2: Billy the fridge. You know Billy the fridge would be dope, but I'm not sure if he's still doing anything. Billy the fridge. Billy the For fridge. Real? Yeah.
1: Yo, I did a show with him. And with the uh, dirt ball, and that motherfucker's a giant.
2: <laughs> Billy the fridge <laughs> would be dope. Uh,
0: Redhead Steve he, is another one. He used to host.
2: Red oh, yeah, Steve. Redhead Steve, yo, he uh, Billy the
1: fridge used to host battle raps.
0: Really? Yeah. Wow. So, okay. Uh,
1: he's in. He, he, like back in the day if you looking up, man, like, when Battle Rap was, like, the new thing, the thing to do, and it's normal. Like, uh, Dickles, i seen a Battle Rap with Dickles, and Billy the Fridge is the host of that. But, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Billy the Fridge was local, yeah, and man. he... Tri-Cities, too. Man, Tri-City speaking, speaking Battle of, Rap.
2: Speaking of Dickles, you know, Firing Squad would be dope to get on the... You know, I work with. Well, yeah, that Z, Dickles. You know... The name of a
0: couple of people, the wild thing is talking to y'all and everybody else that I interviewed that's from Washington. I I um it all serves a purpose because you're all you're saying names that a, a couple of the names I've heard from other people, even though I'm not super familiar with their work, yeah. but I've heard them from people that I have a great deal of respect for. So I'm like, Yep, I know that name, and the fact that y'all fuck with them too. Okay, now I know this has got to be something I need to check out. So um, I'm trying to get up on my Northwest you know, uh, musical history and, and, and kind of have a better understanding of where it all came from. I mean, you know, I, I, I've been Even spending
2: a... the last seven years since I've been here trying to find my place in this whole thing. So,
0: like, now I can kind of settle in and, and learn a... what time we got here.
2: <laughs> Even the homie Season would be dope to do some shit with.
0: We just did a uh, show with them Friday night uh, with nice. Season, Silence and uh, Nico. It was it was really, really... Those guys, their energy is so amazing. And, they, and yeah. he... The, uh, the about season. The one thing about him is he can say things really, really fast, but he speaks so clearly you don't miss the yeah. words. Like, it, and I love that if you're gonna rap fast, that's what you got to do for me to fuck with it. Like, if you just rap it fast and I can't understand what you're saying, I'm not impressed by that at all. Like anybody yeah. can do that. You may not that's be saying shit. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. but I like mean, shit, bro, like <laughs> that. You know, that's just a small, 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 small fraction of people that I'd work with. You know, there's so many people around here and. You know, in our state, that I would work with. You know, it's a lot of even, talent. Even out of my here, man. even my brother and shit. I'd still work with my brother. I, you know, Tycoon still work with him. LV, I'd work with him.
0: Um, I'm kind of surprised. Me and White Bay ain't did a song yet. That's kind of weird. To me, but <laughs> me and Random got a song. Me and White Bay did no record. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was I put you on Landshark for a reason, man. Because
1: I because the beat actually came from a friend of mine. I I, I don't know if you know this, that beat was created by a personal beat creator of mine that I had for about three or four years and he passed.
0: And oh, that man.
1: yeah, so that beat man is uh that it means a lot. So but that land shark man, that that turned me into if you look at my name, random the dark one ls, which is I'm a LS bro. I'm a land shark. And uh you know I'm like a great white shark on land. And that's why I was telling you, the the album Enigma. That Enigma, I wanted you to be like a riddler type style in the verse, and you did, man. You know, you did. You referenced that, and that the reason why is because Enigma was like in my head at the time, bro. Like it's like a mystery to me why all this was happening and everything like was going crazy, and you know, just yeah. like straight out, bro. That's the album track. You know what I mean? The one that you're on, so. And, and, dude, I I think I sold probably about a thousand copies in the street of that. Like, literally, motherfuckers, everybody that we know has Enigma. That's and what's then still- straight up, tr- track four, that's track four. And, soon, and your your voice is so, like like, you're the pinnacle, bro. Immediately, you know, it's like, who's this cat? You know what I mean? And it's so straightforward. And I just, I'm always mm-hmm. like, yo, that's seven, bro. You know, Thank it's you. always been a fucking <laughs> yeah. No, cheers, bro. I'm serious. Seven cheers. Wow. You know
2: what I'm saying? I mean, also mm-hmm. too, I'll put it out there for anybody that's listening. You know, if anybody's down for a collab, we're always down. You want some screams on your shit? Let me know. You, you know, you want random yeah. on some shit? Put random on some shit for some singing, some rapping. You know?
0: Yo, man, that that yeah, is. I can't they, wait to they, hear y'all. a song and with monster track? track. Let's do it. Let's do it. I can't scream, but let's do it. If I scream, <laughs> I'm done for the rest of the night. So, like. <laughs> hey, that's, i
1: We'll get a real, real dope, dope hip-hop it. beat, man. We'll get a I mean, dope hip-hop see, beat. You see
2: And we'll seen kill that, that shit. Bro. You seen that relentless, man. I don't even bro. need a mic to scream, bro.
0: Bruh. Hey, if you were screaming that relentless, dog, I looked at them and said, I know I'm getting hoarse just
2: watching him do that. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I mama. still and I still had a voice. So. That, that's the crazy part. <laughs> I was like, "What? Yo, that, those screams, one? man! I've blown out we used three... To do. I've blown that... out. I've blown out three PA system speakers with those screams, man. Jeez. Yeah, we've blown out. We've blown
1: a couple of venues out, and uh, you know it's just the way it is. I tell people, I mean... man, you better have your shit ready.
2: One venue, actually, their speakers got blown out because of the bass of our Betty White track. Because of how bassy it is, the fucking one of the speakers fucking blew out because of it.
0: I was a little worried was, about the speakers see-
2: see- As it came <laughs> on,
0: <laughs> yep. As soon that as good that good. shit
1: came on, bro, it was like boom, wah, and it was just out, like that first boom, wah, like that. It was, it was done. I was like, yo, did you hear that shit? I was like, yo, it went out.
0: Y'all yeah, look brutal, dog. I love that shit. Oh my god. Yo, that shit is so crazy. And I mean, Yo, no, this is something I
1: wanted to say. Because about how Kevin can just scream without a mic, right? He's got a mic now that is meant for screaming. And it's called Hail Sound. Hell sound. No, uh,
2: no. And so high imagine
1: low, seeing him Hail sound. It's a high well, down. that mic is meant for his type of screaming. But check it out. When we used to so we, when we first were doing the thirty three album, okay, straight up, like there was nothing else we were doing yet. We were only doing thirty three sh- songs and all that the, from the album. Our first song is the thirty three. Yeah, that's that mic right there. That shit's fire. But the the song thirty three, mm-hmm. um, it would be like uh, scriptures are burning. He would scriptures like he would. We would make it apparent. We we actually would practice this. To where he pulls the mic away from his face and he screams out loud without, without the mic on that song, and it's the opening song. So as soon as we, as soon as the intro is over and it goes right into thirty three, he's already right there screaming uh, with no mic. So people actually have to see it that way. They actually have to see it that way.
0: So that yeah, was the thing, You know what I mean? That is, you know, when I was watching, I'm, I'm watching you at uh, Relentless pulling the mic away and doing it. And I'm thinking to myself, I got closer to the speaker because I was like, is that just him or is that on the, then I was like, no, it's not on the fucking track. That's him. Like, that's crazy. Okay. That's, I'm standing way over here. The mic is way away from his mouth and I hear him like he's standing next to me. This is crazy, bro. That is that's a skill. I need to figure many out. Do.
2: I really need to figure out the decibel levels for my scream, and I don't know how to do that. So,
0: well, i oh, this: there's got to so be a way.
2: If you're standing in front of him, if you're
1: standing directly in front of his, his ass, right when he does it, your, uh, your, your hearing goes so, out.
2: Yeah. So I have, I have three different. When he's screens. in front of you, I have three it's like he, like that. I have three different screams. I have this like, fucking—I don't know how to describe it—but everybody calls it the pterodactyl scream. <laughs> so, yeah. Got, and, then got, and then I got, then I got, then I got this fucking uh raspy screams that I've been doing since high school, since I was like sixteen and shit. And okay. then I just started picking up on these like lower end screams that sound like you know the fucking deep ass Cookie Monster fucking growl.
0: How much torture is that on the vocal cords, just out of curiosity? I mean,
2: if you do it wrong, it's a lot. But I've been doing it for, like...
0: Since he was 16 yeah, in like Birmingham,
2: And I'm like... So if I've been doing it since 16, I'm 35 now. So it's, like, 18 years worth of screams, bro. Jeez. Yeah. See?
0: Every time I think about those screams, my throat starts hurting. I'll be like,
2: oh, on. I mean, at first, <laughs> when I first started doing them, you know, because, like... I. What I used to do, man, like back in the day when I first originally started screaming is I just put on my favorite band and just started practicing and practicing with their CD and gradually practicing and practicing and practicing and practicing and practicing and, practicing. and then all of a sudden, boom, it just came out. Yeah. It,
0: it sounds started. like he's describing how I learned how to rap. It sounds like he's descri- describing how I learned how to rap right now. What I, I would take the instrumental. I go because, you know, you go get the single when the song come out. They put the single out. It's got the, the, the song, the remix and the instrumental. And I go get the tape, and I love the song, so I put the instrumental on, and I would write in the exact same cadence as the actual song, but just use my own words. And then yep. as time progressed, I didn't need the cadence of the actual song anymore. I could still write to the beat, and now the whole flow and everything is different, it's all me now.
2: Now, there's a little fun fact. <laughs> if you listen to our song, Cane, there's this long scream that I hold in the middle of the recording because of, like... How how good I was screaming for. It. I ended up I, like I passed out during the recording. And so like I kept it he in there. I kept that scream in the recording, but I had to cut out the thud of me falling <laughs> backwards. For real.
1: He he did for real. I, I, I got up
2: out. and I was like, what the fuck's going on? A, my great. fucking vision was all fucking like it was I was like all I and shit, like yeah.
0: That's crazy. <laughs> that's so, crazy. Yeah, oh my goodness. The, long,
2: my, the longest scream. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to fucking redo that fucking take on that scream. I'm keeping it in there like that. But now, since I've practiced that song, like I can do it now. But
0: without yeah, passing out, that's a good without thing.
2: Without passing it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But crazy. that takes
1: a lot, though, for to do that, man, with how much wind it takes. Like, dude. I try, Man, there's a song that I have to try to do it, but I, I can't hold it like him.
2: I passed out for like 20 seconds. That's how long the recording went after fucking I passed out. It went on <sighs> for 40 more seconds. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit.
0: Damn, bro. Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah. See, I'm thinking to myself now, like, yeah, I'm never going to try that one because I, I can't even, like... Just hearing you do it made my throat hurt. If I try it, I might die in the booth. So like, I ain't really trying. So let me ask, uh, which I uh, you know, I know y'all do a, do a lot of performing. What can do people catch all that? mode uh, you know, coming up soon.
2: Uh, so our next show is actually gonna be in Portland on the nineteenth uh, mm. at this hip hop festival at uh, Rosita's place. Yeah, it's like a big ass lot. Yeah. And then we're, the, next, the next day, we're going to come back, and we're going to be in Seattle at the substation on the 20th. And then September 1st, we play at Uncle Sam's in Spanaway. That's our headlining show. Oh, um, no doubt. And then – You should come out, man. We got tickets. Yeah. You it's in Spanaway? It's in Spanaway, yeah.
0: I'll give
1: these this many to you right now so you can bring yeah. TakeOver. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah, uh, we was
0: just talking about that. Yeah, Me and me and our Gabe was talking about it. No doubt.
2: And then, all right, November. Oh, here. I think it's the fourth. Double check. No, it's the third. November third. We're at Tony V's in Everett. That's that's a metal show that we're playing. So,
0: oh yeah, the same day that well, not the same day. The the day that y'all are in Portland, we're in Seattle. But um, we are we're at Tony V's next. This coming Friday with X rated. Like that's gonna that's, that's gonna be pretty cool. That's be pretty oh yeah,
2: that I should, keep we keep getting that, get, that shit's use, gonna be fire. I keep getting a lot of offers for shows and I just you know it, it just basically all depends on the schedule. So there's probably gonna be more that are gonna be added to that list of shows. I just gotta make sure schedules are right and everything's
0: now the the thing okay. I this is and this is my last little little thing here. I noticed a change. In how the whole show thing operates, um, even from when I first came to Washington, and I've been here for seven years. So, when the when I first got here, I got booked on a lot of shows, um, and you know, of course, there was no—I I didn't get paid for many of them simply because nobody knew who I was. Somebody just heard me or may have heard of me. It was like, hey, give them a shot. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so, I, I've developed a pretty decent reputation as a performer in Washington, um, and, and and you know, abroad as well, but. I noticed that promoters have a hard time saying, hey, um, if you sell, you know, don't sell tickets. Like, we, we, let's all promote, get the people to come out. When it's all said and done, uh, I'm going to put X amount of paper in your hand. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it is what it is. Like, let's just get it done. You don't got to settle tickets, none of that. The show's going to sell itself. Just come do your thing. We're going to make sure we make sure you get taken care of. At what point did the talent, <laughs> the people who make the show possible, Become less important than the, the promoter's stuff in his pockets. Like I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Like <laughs> that's just kind of crazy. Yep. I mean that. I, that's right where that
1: we're point,
2: at, man, I, I mean, yeah. That is yeah. that's a good question, man. Because I've been so when I was in Deadly Poets, man, with my brother, we came across a lot of a fair share of promoters like that. Know, where it was, or oh, they only want money in their pocket, and then at the end of the night, you just get some chump change, like fucking 20, 40 bucks, while they're getting like 100 fucking to $500 in their pocket, you know? Um. But I mean, for us, I mean, yeah, <laughs> what I, what I, usually, My bad, guys. I mean, what usually, what You're we've not. been doing is, yeah, we'll go through the promoter, but at the same time, we go through the venues directly and the venues are like, hey, sell these tickets, you get a percentage off the top of these tickets. And a lot of the time, man, the money's coming from the merchandise. No doubt. Let's just, I'm not gonna say what we made, but this last show at Ed P.E. Versus most what we got, we what, what what? what well, no nah, I mean second, well yeah. So, versus at a ticket sale percentage, we made a four figure digit out of our merch, where we only got a three figure digit out of ticket sales.
0: Mm I feel you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. I see that. I mean, and really, independent artists that are listening to this podcast, they tap in every week to hear what other artists are doing. Remember that your merchandise is very important because you're going to run into producers who don't, I mean, uh, two promoters who do not want to pay you to perform, but you still want to, you don't want to rob yourself of the opportunity to gain new fans by not doing a show. Take advantage of that show anyway and make sure you sell your merch, Um, but don't sell yourself short. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't go do a ton of free shows for people who, uh, I do free shows for people who may on the back end hit me back. Later for a show they can pay me for you know what I'm saying like I, I it, it makes sense to do that. Um, be careful what bridges you build, what bridges you build, and which bridges you rely on because promoters will burn them. They do not care. They, uh, they are the yeah. they other thing, so.
2: the other thing too. I mean, I understand promoters have different tactics, and I respect that. But when you sell tickets for a venue versus a promoter, some promoters venues don't charge you ahead of time for tickets and say oh hey pay this much for this many tickets you get to keep this much versus where some promoters are like oh pay me ahead of time and you get to keep this much out of your tickets like wait what like venues don't charge for the tickets the only time they charge is if you've lost tickets and you have to make up the difference for those right. missing tickets, other than that, you're getting a percentage out of your yourselves or whatever you bring back.
0: Yeah. Promoters. Y'all sound, y'all want some whole shit. Just want you to know. <laughs> y'all want some whole shit and I'll call it out. I literally had to put hands, feet, elbows, and knees on a promoter in Philly who didn't want to pay me after the show. So, um, you know, and at the end of the um, day, he, the safe was wide open. I could have took everything. All I took was what he owed me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not here to rob you, dog. I just want what you owe. <laughs>
2: so, so like, <laughs> One thing that I did really, 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 really smart and random. Can I respect that.
0: Really, I respect uh, that
2: seven, god damn it. One, one thing Get that, that motherfucking that did, change. One thing that I did that I'm really, really happy about, okay. and like I said, you know, random can vouch for this. We went on our first official tour. It was uh last year, and I made this it's been contract. a year now for yeah. sure. Oh. I made this. I made this contract, and I sent it to venues. I sent them an the email, and I had all the venues, their promoters, pay for room, for food, and travel costs. So this way, we were getting paid and shit. So,
0: and mm. I did that.
2: it was all. It was no outside promoters, no third party booking. It was just a bunch of artists doing it themselves, man. We set our own terms. We presented the offer to everybody. We didn't have no record label send out, you know, information. We didn't have no buddy on our behalf speaking. It was just us as artists saying, hey, this is what we want. And then we, we we even found our own, you know, talent in different states to open up the shows. And so like those people, like the promoters for those states. Paid those artists because that's how we had it. So, and like oh, I said, r- random, random can vouch for that. So,
0: yeah, man, it's
1: yeah. it pretty dope, man. I like our first show on that. All tour, I
2: can man, say is, where we were at um, wise, California needs to stop. Being so, no, just California, stop being so hard headed with bookings and just answer and reply to your emails.
0: <laughs> Y'all, are <I'm> that not lying. <laughs> California. It's hard. What y'all doing, man? What y'all doing? We got dope people up here in the northwest. We're trying to bring them to the southwest. What y'all trying to do, man? Like I don't understand. Like I, yo, I feel your pain. I've been trying to book shows in California for the last two and a half months, and so hard. They are very difficult people to deal with. Um, like uh, you the know, Bay man. maybe All is right. a little safety, but LA is fucking impossible, though
2: it, <laughs> it, It's hard, you know. Like there was a lot of just silence and emails, like no responses, like why why (laughs) give us a chance what are you doing we will find people in your area because
1: literally cali i'm gonna just tell you this straight up cali is its own country
0: no doubt that's real that's real and
1: you know i mean imagine imagine traffic right now right now as we speak imagine we'd,
2: we'd be late for a show right <laughs> we'd be going to downtown show. la we'd be late for
0: a show we'd have to show up the night before <laughs> yeah absolutely as a matter of fact i went to my first time um i mean i went to la when i was young but i, I don't i very i don't remember a lot of it but as an adult when i first moved here the second week i was on the west coast i was you know traveling out of, out of the state so i ended up getting to cali um hung out in the bay for a few days then i went to la and i will tell you I'll tell anybody that will listen, LA is a beautiful place to visit. It's a beautiful place to visit, but I would never, in 10 million years, want to live there. (laughs) Yeah, I lived in fucking
1: uh, Santa Clarita. And I lived in fucking 20 minutes away from Hollywood, in Santa Clarita. And I was Mm -hmm. staying in Newhall. And I've done shows in Castaic at the truck stop fucking barge area. Like, there's uh, venue over there but yeah I've done shows and I lived in Cali it's not where you want to be
0: nah. Nah.
1: unless you and you, if you got money that's one thing if you got money yeah you can live in Cali but if you're let's say you know because some people ain't as, as fortunate as some other people let's say that you're Living, you know, paycheck to paycheck, whatever, in Cali. You're not going to have much, man, unless you hustling or doing something. Like, you got to make bread in Cali, bro. Like, Uh, Washington is expensive to live, don't get me wrong. But Cali is harder.
2: Also, too, uh, to rewind back to the upcoming shows real quick, the September 1st show that we're doing at Uncle Sam's. For anybody that's listening, if you go to the Auburn Outlet collection mall, you go to Zoomies Hot Topic Expenses. Look for this.
0: Right. You can here. get you can Look get tickets
2: me. at any of those stores for that show and they're all on the house free of charge. We are doing that out of respect for everybody that's been supporting us. They may say ten dollars on it. But they are absolutely free of charge yep. for anybody
1: that wants to go. They're worth ten bucks. Um, Maybe you grab three or four and sell them off somehow. You can grab two or three and sell them. Shit, that's what I would do.
0: Hey, bro, you know what? Like, that's um, that's and it's weird that I'm saying this because we, we were just talking about how dark everything is with y'all's imagery and everything. But that's love right there. Like then when you when you make create an opportunity for people who may be in a position where they can't come see you and they want to and you give them an opportunity to do so, uh, create a way for them to be able to do it. That is, that's top-notch shit, man. That's dope shit. Like, and, and people remember that. So like a year from now, you know what I'm saying, uh, the Unforgiven may be getting ready to perform at fucking Showbox. And now everybody's in a better situation. Now these same people that got a free ticket to this show with Uncle Sam's are paying showbox. 35, $35, $40 to go see all that Showbox. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's how you create those fans, though, by giving them that opportunity to be a part of the movement without having to. If the if all I got to do is go pick a ticket up and spend whatever gas is going to take me to get there, count me in. You know what I'm saying? Like nine times out of ten, count me in because I personally am. Uh, I I invest a lot of money in my career, and I and I you know my kids are, are pretty much grown now, but still, your kids are never so grown that they never ask you for anything. So you know, I invest a lot of my career into my family. So. With that said, sometimes I don't have the money to say, oh, man, because it's been a couple of times people were performing and I wanted to go and I couldn't afford it. And I was like, man, I can't go to that show tonight. Like, I just can't do it. If I do, I could go and pay to get in, get a couple of drinks and have a good time. But come the end of the week, I'm going to be really upset with myself. So um, <laughs> that, like, I got uh, you a stack right weird. here, dog. Yes.
1: I got you a stack right
0: here. I will I will round it September 1st, yeah. we will be here. You can
1: all meet me at the venue. You know what I mean? You meet me at the venue, meet me there, and I'll hand you these. You know what I'm saying? I'll get straight uh, up.
0: Where's where's, where's Uncle Sam? I know it's in Spanway, but where is Spanoway? Uh,
1: you know...
2: off oh. the main road? Where's,
1: so do on? you know where... You know exactly where it is. So you know how when you be going down to where... Uh, you don't go all the way down, but it's when you're on your way to the Roy Y. No doubt it's that venue that's right yep it's right where when you go up the hill there's a shell there's a Wendy's there's a Safeway there's a yeah. Taco Bell.
0: okay okay
1: yeah right there like it's like Uncle Sam's right there
2: isn't isn't there a golf course the street from it like yeah that's Spanaway. yeah yeah no, that's that's like location like identifier I'm gonna go I'm gonna literally, go oh, I,
1: yo, I literally <laughs> live right here bro where y'all live at or i don't know where you live at
0: seven i'm but live, I live in lakewood man I'm, I'm not far from there right like, up like the street, literally i'm
1: literally five minutes you. from
0: sam's yeah. i can be there like it's probably 10 I 15 mean, shit,
1: minutes, man. yeah man when you come Yo, up there man just let me know you know and i'll get i'll be right you. there i'll give you tickets man
0: oh man i'm looking forward to this right, it's time for some fun now it's time for some fun this now. shit's
1: about to be crazy, so, bro. I because mean, of how many people know about it, so,
0: so. Oh man, hell I yeah! Know, I like I, I like pack shows too. I, I like know. pack shows. I like to see that. I like to see the energy jump through the roof. Like I like you. Like I said, you can feel the energy and see it and kind of gauge it a little better in a smaller crowd, but in a big crowd, when everybody's hopping and jumping and turned up, like there's no feeling in the world like that. Like that's uh, I love performing, and as much as I I love the small, intimate, you know, performances. The big crowd, just going right, crazy. I'm going to tell
1: you this, too, though. Can't beat that. I'm going to tell you too, though. Doing a show on this stage at Sam's mm-hmm. is going to be the highest capacity right now that you've ever seen us at. Because every time the sound there is impeccable, bro. The way it sounds on that stage and how big it is. It's like we're at an amphitheater for real. So you're going to be able to see us at our highest capacity, I promise you.
0: Oh man, because Relentless um,
1: didn't Relentless didn't do Relentless didn't do any of us justice. You feel me? I liked it, but I just felt like the sound that could have been better and stuff. The way that Uncle Sam's is is fire as fuck, bro. Their sound has always been on point.
0: Oh man, yeah. I got I got to check this out. Matter of fact, I might just drive out there just to check the spot out before and then because I I'll be out that way sometimes. But shit. And, like, and you we, can
1: go walk back in the back. You can walk, walk back there and go see it anytime in the daytime or whatever, you know? Oh, that's it. You can late. go out there and go kick it. Yeah. Oh, so go kick it and shit. Is, and there's uh, a fire pit.
2: Through uh through all that darkness and shit with our music and everything, you know, with that with what you were saying, you know, at the end of the day, man, we're all about our supporters. We're all about everybody because without them, we're nothing. And that's how I look at it. So without our fans, we wouldn't be where we're at right now. It's because of everybody buying a ticket to our show, buying our music, buying the merch, supporting us in every aspect of where they can, including sharing on social media, Going out, putting up flyers or whatever, you know, interacting. Like our supporters are because of what we do, man. So we're we're nice guys. At the end of the day, we may look and sound all mean and scary. I in our got. Music, I, but we're I nice. I got guys. little babies, <laughs>
1: seven. I I got little babies, seven. You feel me? I got little ones, you know. No but like doubt. You said your no, kids are not. Your kids are grown, but.
2: You know, at the end of the day, you know, at at the end of the show, you know, we're not, you know, come say what up. Come take a picture with us, you know. Come get something signed, you know. Oh, yeah,
0: because, hey, guys, I'm going to tell y'all, no matter what y'all think, no matter what y'all feel like y'all might think after y'all see them perform, I know for a fact that both of these guys are great guys, and they will talk to you. They'll chop it up with you. they'll, You know what I'm saying? If you got questions about what they're doing, question about what's coming up, they will talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Um, They will definitely talk to you. I I know sometimes – um, that goes a long way because I, I actually had someone say um, someone say, man, I'd really like to go talk to him, but he doesn't look very approachable. And I was like, it's only because I go in the zone when I'm on the stage. And I may look angry, but
2: yeah.
0: I'm not. Like, I just be in the zone. So, like, just just come talk to me or snap me right out of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And but
2: plus, yeah. we're, not, we're not one of them type of uh, artists with a big-ass ego either. Um, we're not, we're not, we're not going to fucking brush you off and be like, oh, fuck you, and just keep walking. You know, we're going to actually stop, talk to you fucking drink a beer with you smoke you know smoke a for real i might whatever. talk
1: your fucking ear off if you tell me a topic you like and i'll be like oh shit i like it shit. I if there's like a pizza place hey we'll
2: so we'll be like hey you want to keep talking let's go get a slice
0: of pizza this is what i'm
1: saying bro we we fuck around like eat pizza drink beer fucking you know what i'm saying like Not we're normal guys that, you know Yeah. I mean, we always like to have fun, too, man. Like, while we're doing this whole shit, like, we try to get, because we got street team and stuff like that, we try to always get them involved and everything. Like, we'll do retreats and shit, dude. We've gone camping with our street team, you know? So, we always be trying to do some real shit. Yeah. We took a camping (laughs) trip two years ago.
0: I mean, you know what? on On the strip, on the strip, that though, I mean, just just because of the camaraderie that can be built in a situation like that. If takeover was ever like, "Hey, let's go camping," I'd be like, "All right, fuck it, let's go." But um, yo, that we'll would be lit, though. It would be lit. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not much, but I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I have the greatest respect for Mother Nature and all of that, but I'm also a city boy, so like. I'd be like, man. <laughs> but
1: you know what? Then that nothing. means you need to get a badass RV, a I, small I'm, little one. I'm the, Go ahead, Kevin. I'm the
2: same way, man, being a city boy and everything, <laughs> but there's nothing like some peace and quiet every now and then. You know, going out and you. just hearing absolute silence away from all the chaos once in a while.
0: Besides right. some birds chirping, you know?
2: Oh, man. Like,
0: the thing the thing to fuck with me out being out in the woods is... um. Like I've been hearing noises, I don't know what the fuck that is. Like I'm like, yo, what the fuck is that? You know what I'm saying? Like so I'm like, yo, what's, what's something wrong with that picture? But um, okay, check this out. Random. Random, random, random. Yeah, yeah. Random, it's time, man. Random. It's time, man. Spit? It's time. Yo, y'all know You want me to spit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, do we do it on sidebars. I like to shut my fucking mouth and let them let the MCs get their shit off. I don't know if they're gonna spit something or not, but I know random said he got something in the clip, so uh, Ladies and gentlemen, the it Give it to me
1: Yo, so real shit I'm gonna spit some shit I don't know if anybody ever heard it Like, you know, that's watching or anybody that knows me I don't know if they know this But chance this, right? That's all what I always say Chance this Evolution, devotion, I'm trying to change the nation With one explosion, subliminal this Trying to stop my striving emotion Tell you I won't corrupt my notion My clip is always reloading Most ain't face ways to Good talent, reconnect the substantial balance, keep up again, lost, tossed, and remain falling. I'm gonna keep going and rolling till things get stolen from me. Never mind, I must remain on the rewind. See stars plus mars. That means my sound was knocking through cars and rocking in bars. My voices remain far but focused. No one will ever try to requote this get away with all that bullshit. We split talk, rhyme, right, and reconnected. Chaos is a remedy. Sat forward through so much drama, it's akin to me. Defensive Shield 60 proportion it should have resulted to abortion i'm against it resentless keep making up abbreviation to the point of crumbling feelings suspended to no end oh no it's always happening again help go ahead and stop myself fire confinement rage. don't even turn this page easy gets nitrous just purge. smoking the urban only makes worse i'm gendered just and heard nothing random makes sense to the certain someone's average joe apprehensions go and take your purchase back because it's up on the clearance rack let everybody know that your body possibly I already got it. I'll keep my head in the frame. It's a talented game. It's a booth is where I claim some way to be inclined insane. My sickness is natural and grew over time. And the fire inside tells how it is. And if you can't handle me, don't bump me then. Real as it gets like to many, not to the fullest resulting in the guns and pulling bullets and missiles and hatchets. I'm spread on the mattress and cunts on the back seat. There you go.
0: What the fuck?
2: Oh shit! Okay, so I'll okay. give you. I'll give you some shit from uh something that's not out yet, man. Yeah, so it's to a, <laughs> a song that is coming out, so it's just a little taste, man. Let my fire burn bright, brighter than the stars at night. My mind's got an appetite, soaking up the knowledge just to feed me. Desire can become the pilot of the soul based off of what you know. Call me insane, call me loco. Motivation is the key, unlock the beast inside of me. Inspiration comes from this messed up world, from every distorted chaotic obstacle it hurls. Eyesight's clear, I see for the blind. Take my hand, paving in the path, I am your guide. Voiceless with a mind full of brilliancy. I speak for the mute when there's negativity. I work hard. I move smart with blood, sweat, and tears shift to get to overcome my fear.
0: Woo! See, I tried to tell everybody that would listen that the Northwest got something to say. And and if they didn't want to believe me before, well, shame on them. (laughs) Shame on them. Hey, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, both. Hey, man, so do- I got one that's
1: that's fast if you want to hear it. All right. So I think that you guys have heard this one, or Kevin maybe has, but lyrical assassin, play a vigilante. You better know my name when you talk about me. See the river flicker haunted by your dark name. They come up with the woofers when you're bumping in the hot sea. Don't even know if we could be popping off the sky. And it's sort of ripped. So at this time, I should probably let you know to take yourself out, because I'm really not friendly. Just saving me to be, not really in me. to if it ever came down to it, like you take taking life in the clutch, it in your hands, get a the gun, they can shoot me, taking me out pretty something fucking quickly. Because if you don't hurry, my entity could go deep directly, and next step gets even more ugly. Pounce, calling you out, collecting. Ready, ready? you hooked on drugs like some hooked on phonics, while well, I'm the boss, they break a rap chronic, these words chronicle hydroponics. Yeah, style electronic, so iconic. Use it like my own account in all 51, but don't stay on it, really. I'm just being honest. Don't fuck with me unless you got something dope to breathe. And I'm serious. Don't fuck with me unless you got something dope to breathe. Now hold your nose. Hold your fucking nose. All right.
0: Oh, son. Hey, that's fucking crap. Hey, man, look. Tell these people where they can find y'all online, bro.
2: <laughs> so if you go on YouTube, type in The Unforgiven 33, you'll be able to find us because if you type in just The Unforgiven, the Metallica song, The Unforgiven's going to pop up. That's not, that's the only downfall about our name. But if you go on YouTube, type <laughs> in The Unforgiven 33, you'll, you'll find us that way. You can find us on Facebook, typing in The Unforgiven, you'll see our picture. If you type in... The Unforgiven on Spotify. You'll find us Pandora, all all streaming platforms. We're we're on
0: it. So no, no doubt, man. Look, thank you. I appreciate y'all so much, man. Thank you so much for your time. I, I, I yeah, when this drop Wednesday, I'm looking forward to see because I normally, you know, normally I interview just hip hop artists. You know what I'm saying? And so like now, giving people an opportunity to be familiar with who you are and get turned on to your sound. I'm glad I was able to, to help a little, you know what I'm saying? Maybe get some new ears for you guys. Um, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for everything y'all do for the culture. Thank you for what you would do for the Northwest. Keep taking that shit on the road and blowing these motherfuckers earlobes, but I don't give a fuck. Like make, right. it, make it do what it do. <laughs>
2: like, like Random said, man, wait till the new shit drops. We got two new things, man, getting ready to drop and it's some next level.
0: I'm looking forward to that, man. Random, I gotta yeah. about another thing too. I just remembered that. I- my brain, I told you I'd be forgetting shit. I got to holler at you about something different, but yeah. Um, <laughs> thank y'all so yeah, much. Yeah. Sidebars. I'm your host, Seven of the Panther. They are Nevic and Random, aka The Unforgiven. Make sure y'all check them out on social media. Follow them on Spotify or wherever you stream music and make sure y'all check them out. Don't forget, the Northwest got something to say. We'll catch y'all next time, y'all. Peace. Peace. I can it the like- top.